Shalom Ubracho, the final daf Meseches Yevamas. Today's daf discusses some more stories of believing Goyim Lefi Tumoy, whether we believe a basco for Eidus, whether we can actually marry off somebody, Al Piedechot, how pasher is that? Whether we believe a Pundikis, a innkeeper, uh, to believe that someone had died, and how well we should interrogate the A-Day Misa. There was a story with a guy who told the Jew, I want you to cut down from me all these plants for a fodder, feed it to my animals. And the issue was that he was telling him to do this on Shabbos, and he says, and if you don't, I'll kill you just like I killed that other Jew who I told to cook me a dish on Shabbos, and he didn't. And there I killed that guy. So sort of amidst the conversation, the, the guy happened to mention that he had killed that other Jew. So this, individ- this individual's wife, the one who heard that, the one that the guy mentioned that he killed, came to Abaye. Abaye asked her to wait for three Yomim Toivim, because all the Tamid Chachamim would get together and learn, and he asked them, he asked his peers, Shavada Ba'ava said, why don't you ask Yosef, because he is sharp like a knife. Different types of sharpness, either speed or depth. So the Taka came to Rabbi Yosef, and he answered based off a mission that says that a guy who is selling his parents in the market, and he's trying to sell them, so he says, you know, these fruits, these are Mamash Orla fruits, you know, they're fresh, first four years, first three years, he says, they were, they were grown in Eretz Yisrael, you know, you have Shemitah problems, he didn't say Shemitah problems, but he says they're grown in Eretz Yisrael and Azika. They were planted in their net revai, you know, they're fresh, they're new. We don't believe him. Because the only reason why he's saying these things is to make his fruit look better. So to over here, this guy was only saying that he had killed this individual because he wanted to scare him to show, I'm in business, I would kill you too if you don't cut me down this fodder. Abu Yudon came from Sidon and he had this story with a Jew and a guy. They were walking together on the road and the guy tells him, it's a there's another Jew who was with me on the road. And he died. I buried him over here. That was enough that they remarried him. They, they remarried that guy's wife, the guy who was mentioned in this guy's story. There's another story of a group of people who were walking together to Antuchio. A guy said, Oi, Chaval, there's another group here who died. I buried them over here. And all of their wives were muttered to remarry. Another story with 60 people who were walking together. And this guy came and said, Chaval, you know, there's another 60 people who are coming this way. They all died, I buried them. And all their wives were now muttered to remarry. Because if there was Messiah Lefitumoy, and the guy had nothing to gain from this story. He wasn't trying to sell anything. Now we have a new Mishnah that tells us that we would believe the Eidos if it was only seen by the light of a candle or the light of the moon. And we would allow the wife to remarry based on a Baskal. And there was a story with someone who was standing on top of a mountain. And he calls down from the mountain, you know, this and this guy, he says the name, from this and this place, died. And they went and they tried finding this person, but they couldn't find him, but that was enough. They allowed his wife to remarry. There's another story in Salmoin. There was someone who announced his name and where he's from, and he says, I've been bitten by a snake, and I'm dying. When they went to go look for him, they couldn't recognize him. They allowed his wife to remarry. Now in the Gemara, Rabbi Bar Shmuel brings a brisa, where Beshamai tell us 
They were not allowed to remarry somebody. I'll be a baskel, but Vesilel says that you can rely on this baskel. Okay, what's the Chiddush B'Shami Vesilel? Our mission just said, you can remarry based on a baskel. What's Vesilel adding? Now Vesilel's adding, on Akuda and Limud, because if we came upon another mimer, a Mishnah, a Bryce, or something that says that you're not allowed to remarry the wife, now we would know that this was Shittas B'Shamai. Now, back in the, the story in the Mishnah where the guy announced who he was, but then they went to go find him on the mountain, they didn't find him. The Gemara says, who says that it was really a person? Maybe they, the reason why they, they didn't find him because he was a shade. He was a demon. Who the Amarav answers, they did see the image of a person. No. Shadim could also take on the image of a person. No, they saw they had a reflection, a shadow. No. Shadim could also have shadows. No, they saw the shadow of his shadow. It was like... Uh, that his shadow was taller than he was, or maybe it was the you know the lighter side of the shadow. There's a darker part and a, light, a lighter part of the shadow. Okay, who said that Shadim can't have shadows of shadows, reflections of reflections? So Rechinina says, Yoinus and Shada. Maybe Yoinus and tells us that Shadim are able to have one shadow, but not a shadow of a shadow. Mora says, maybe the person who was up there was the Tsara. Of the, the of this woman, in which case we would not believe her testimony. Fine, it's a person, but maybe it's a person we don't believe. So the, so the Bey, Rebbe Yishmol, answers that when we're talking about a, a case of remarrying this wife in a shas sakana, and the husband was like in a pit, trust him that he is who he is. So too, when this guy's on top of the mountain, we trust who he is, even though there is a possibility that it was a tarot, we couldn't make out the image. We trust him. Now we have a mission that where Rabbi Akiva tells us that when he went down to Narda for a year, he met Nechemia Ish Beis Deli. And he told me, I heard that in Eretz Yisrael, you would only allow the wife to remarry. There's more than one aide. However, if Yehuda Ben Baba is the one and only person who will allow remarriage based on the, the aides of one aide. So Rabbi Akiva said, I confirmed his comment, and Chemia continued, and he said, go back to Eretz and tell them in my name. You know that we are in very dangerous times, and the roads are dangerous, so I can't make it to Eretz but you should know that I was Mekabel from Rebbe Gamliel Hazokin, that you are allowed to have a woman remarried, Alpi Eid Echod. And Rebbe Akiva says that when I came back, and I, and I said this over in front of Rebbe Gamliel, he was overjoyed. He said, look, we found the Chavit for Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba who allows remarriage based on one echad, one aid. And then while they were talking, Rabbi Gamliel remembered that there was a bunch of people who were killed until Arza and Rabbi Gamliel Azakin allowed their wives to remarry based on one aid. Rabbi Gamliel Azakin is also part of these ranks of the eight echad matirin. In fact, they allow re- the wife to re- remarry based on one aid, the aid is of a woman, the aid is of a shifcha. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yehoshua say, the other ones work, but an aid echa does not work. The Akiva says, can't rely on a woman's testimony, an Eva's testimony, a shifcha's testimony, or a relative's testimony. Now the Gemara just challenges one part of this mission and says, does Rabbi Akiva really hold that would not trust a woman's testimony to allow the husband to remarry. 
We have an abraiser, Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, in the name of Rabbi Akiva, that a woman is trusted to bring a get, even though she's going to have to testify he has a kal In the case of a woman, where the Chachamim do not trust her to say that her husband died, but they do trust her to bring a get. In a case of a standard woman, who we would believe that her husband had died, we should allow her to bring the get. You see, Rabbi Kiva hold that there are only certain women, there are five women, who we would not trust but all the other ones are believed. My answer is that's not such a kasha. There was a point when they started trusting women. They were machzik them for this edus. So one mimer of Rabbi Akiva was before this chizuk. Another one was after. Now we have a, another mission that says there's a story with a B'nai Levi who went to Tsoyar Ir Hatamorim and he got very sick. One of, the, one of them went sick, uh, got sick and they brought him to an inn when they came back, the innkeepers, um, they asked the innkeeper, where's our friend? And he said, you know, he died. Based on that testimony that this individual had died, they allowed his wife to remarry. Frag the Mishnah, why would we not believe a Kehenes as much as an innkeeper? Bas Yisrael, who has Yichus, why would we trust her less than an innkeeper? Zal responded, that when you're like this specific innkeeper, then we would trust you. Because he came out with this Javier's stick, his personal belongings, his safer Torah that he had in his hand. Once he, was, he showed that he was trustworthy, we trusted him also to believe that he had died and the innkeeper had buried him. Now in the Gemara it says, it sounds like we're saying, well, we're not going to trust a Bas Yisrael, a Bas Koyin, as much as... A lowly innkeeper. Look, what's so what's so bad about being an innkeeper? Shev Gahana explains that this innkeeper wasn't even Jewish, but he mentioned it like a misconversation. He said, "Oh, here's a stick. Here's his personal belongings, and I buried him." We also learned in a brisa, Abba Rabbi tells us that a non-Jewish innkeeper. Yeah, this was the case in our mission. The one. This innkeeper was, in fact, a non-Jew. But since he said it, he just handed over the personal belongings and mentioned that he had buried him. That was why we were able to believe him. Omar says, no, no, but they, they, first they, they approached him and said, well, where's our friend? It was There was an investigation. The Omar says, no, no, no. They saw that the innkeeper was crying. That's what propelled them to ask, where is our friend? And that's when he said he died and I buried him. Next, Gamar says there's a story with a certain individual that came to give testimony on a woman in front of Rabbi Tarfan. So Rabbi Tarfan said, um, where, how, how do you know this Eidus? How do you know she's allowed to remarry? How do you know the husband's dead? So the aide said, I was walking with her husband and the soldier started chasing us. Well, first I was walking alone and the soldier started chasing me. And then this guy comes running out, grabs a, an olive branch off a tree yanks it off, and chases after the soldiers. And I, I looked at this guy, and I said, Wow, Aryeh, You know, just calling him like, you know, you're a lion, that was incredible. And this individual turned to me and said, Hey, how do you know my name is Aryeh? That's what they call me in my city. Call me Yechonam you know, son Aryeh, from the city of Shechia. And then uh, I kept traveling with this Aryeh guy, this Yechonam Rebiyah, you know, son quote-unquote, Aryeh, and he got sick and died along the way. 
Rabbi Tarfan heard the Zedus, and he allowed his wife to remarry. He allowed Aryeh's wife to remarry. Gemara just asks, well, Rabbi Tarfan didn't need to investigate the Zedus anymore. We had a very similar story in Abraisa where an individual came and came to Rabbi Tarfan to allow a woman to remarry. And Rabbi Tarfan said, how do you know that the husband died? And the guy said, well, I was walking on the road and these bandits, these uh, soldiers started chasing me. And then this guy comes running out of the forest, pulls off a fig branch, yanks it off the tree and starts chasing after these soldiers. I said, wow, and he says, wow, a beautiful job. How do you know my name? This is what they call me in my city. They call me Yerichonim and Yoyinuson Aryeh from Shechia. Eventually, he got sick and died. But over here, Rabbi Tarfan investigated me and he said, oh, didn't you tell me his name was Yerichonim and Yoyinuson from the city of Shechia Aryeh? So he switched it around. And instead of saying that his name was Aryeh, he switched it to the city being Aryeh to see if he could recollect the story if he was making it up. But the aide persisted and he said, no, 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 his name was Yehudah and Yonison Aryeh from the city of Shechia. Again, Rabbi Tarfan investigated, interrogated him for two, three more questions and then when he saw that he was strong in his story, then Rabbi Tarfan allowed his woman, his wife to remarry. But why did Rabbi Tarfan in the first story just let her, let, let him go with just saying over the story, don't you need more of an interrogation? So the Gemara says, it's actually Machlech Tanoim. There's a price that tells us According to Rabbi Akiva, you don't interrogate and investigate people who are trying to be matter or woman to remarry. But Rabbi Tarfan says that you do. They're arguing in Rabbi Hanino, who says that we have a Messiah, a Dvar Torah, that both Dine Mominus and Dine Nefashis, you do Drisha and Chakira. You really interrogate. Because the Pasuk says, Mishpat Echod Yelechem. Why would I say that Dine Mominus does not need Drisha and Chakira? So we stop doing that, that investigation when it comes to money because then people would stop lending money because they would not get their money back if they couldn't fulfill all of the interrogation. Keep the economy running. We don't investigate money as much. So what's the machlaikas? Machlaikas is, what is this case where you're being mounted a woman? Is it mominous or nefashis? You see, it's, she's coming to collect the ksuba. So in, that, in, that, in that regard, it's money. So we shouldn't investigate. But the other mandamar holds, since we're allowing her to remarry, that's a dini nefashis, so he should investigate. And the Mesechta, Mesechus Yevomus 121 daf, finishes off with Amr Belazar, Amr Bechanina, Tamid Chachamim, Marbim Sholem Ba'ilam, based on the Pasuk, Vechob Banayich, Lemud Hashem Verav, Sholem Banayich. There are three other Mesechtas that finish off with this Pasuk. There's Brachus, Nozir, and Bechoyres. And Rosh Hashanah's Benayich Beis is Brachos Nun is Nazir Yud Yevamas Chof is Ksubas rather Hadran Alocha Isha Basro Slikol Amaseches Yevamas which began just a few daf ago discussing the fifteen women who are who potter their tzaras because they are in Israelva if they fall to Yibam. Thank you for learning with me. Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. Have a wonderful day.